time, it's like, why? Yeah, it's yeah, I mean, it, those those straight the straight line the straight line wins. I I couldn't do the straight line wins. Well, driving yeah. through driving through the Dakotas is fun though, because you can be like, oh look, there's a hit. Oh nope, nope, that's just a buffalo leg down. <laughs> yep. <laughs> or you know, I remember going out there to pick up my son one time uh, when his mom lived out there, and we were going up one of the highways, and you just get pummeled by the straight line wind, and you go from one lane just about into the median mm-hmm. and then you have to fight your way back because if you don't you're gonna end yeah, up it, on the other side of the front interstate yeah it flips trucks yeah, like yeah we, we, have, we have that we have that issue here on the benicia bridge uh going over the bay north to south uh the straight line winds coming off the ocean going west to east um yeah they'll, they'll flip trucks no problem i mean they'll yeah, like that's... 30 30 mile an hour winds here where i live are 70 mile an hour winds out in the open. Mm-hmm. No. But yeah, I mean oh, coming yeah. down coming down that road, we got taken off the interstate and down a, a frontage highway for three exits because you had three uh, subsequent, you know, branches of the interstate or mm-hmm. sections of the interstate. They had to shut down because of tipped over trucks. Yeah. Go out and go semi-tipping. You know, it's like how tipping. <laughs> Just set up well, a box fan ten miles from the interstate. <laughs> by the time well, the air current gets there, yeah, that's what. That's why. That's why wrestlers and MMA fighters from South Dakota are so strong. It's because they're used to standing up and fighting the wind. <laughs> just right. having, yeah, just having to even. I mean, well, and Lindsay and I have talked about like if we we're gonna if we we're gonna build a house out there, like we we're talking about, like we do a three quarter in ground house. Oh, you would have to so that oh, yeah. everything's below ground, and then that way it doesn't matter if it's windy because you're underground. You go. Yeah, yeah but the, uh, the, <laughs> the flip side is, is even if it is underground, the the top floor just turns into a giant snowbank. Well, yeah. I mean, you'd have to dig it out. <laughs> well, but... That's why you have two stories underground, and the bottom story is like an in-house garden with grow lamps <laughs> and everything. You could just stay there all winter. You're good. Just wind up completely <laughs> underneath snow. Like, where's your house? Oh, I'm hiding. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just here, <laughs> honey, honey, wake up, wake up. There's a bison on the roof again. Yeah. <laughs> again, damn it. Go pop the hash. <laughs> Motherfucker, get out of here. Cattle <laughs> prod. Go. Go. Walking up the stairs with a 4570. <laughs> hey, we got meat for the winter at that point. Yeah. If you can get one, it through the door, one buffalo. If you, if, if you can get it through the door, <laughs> you don't even need to get it through the door, though. Like you can butcher it outside. It's gonna. It's cold enough. It's gonna. Not freeze. with the wind. You won't be able to butcher it. The fucker will freeze before it even hits the ground. It'll just freeze. That's what I'm saying. Is you just you just Elon you know, gave us a flamethrower. We'll thaw it out. <laughs> nah, just chainsaw. Let chainsaw. it freeze and then chainsaw. chainsaw it into pieces yep. and bring it you, in and there you, you go oil see? for bar and chain oil so you don't contaminate the meat yeah see yeah. you get mineral oil they use mineral oil in the transmissions like really high-end cars so see, if it'll work this is this is why i start the podcast early <laughs> so <laughs> so they can enjoy conversations <laughs> like this but hello 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 <laughs> welcome to another fantastic and mildly odd episode of Anarchy Monk Friends Roundtable discussion. <laughs> yes, hey, we, yes, we the, got the one fan of the five minute. Yep. 
Yeah, five minute combo <laughs> before the show is a great. You should see the fifteen that I don't record. I don't <laughs> yeah, at the that. very beginning. <laughs> I almost feel like we should start no, doing but, that uh, on, on like Skype or something. We are covered. Record it. Uh, before I go live, like we have, we have like, like we have like a twenty minute conversation. Let's be realistic. Yeah. Like at some point in time, I just decide to go live, but like we missed the first fifteen. No. Oh. But yeah, so but uh, we are covered by the BIPCOT no government license, which allows for the use and the reuse of this podcast by anyone and everyone except for governments and the bludgies thereof. You can learn more about that at BIPCOT.org. That is B-I-P-C-O-T dot O-R-G. We're also covered by Brandon V. Ohio 1869, which will that the government cannot punish inflammatory speech unless that speech is, quote, directed to inciting or producing imminent lawless action and is likely to incite or produce such action. Therefore, everything said here on Anarchy Among Friends Roundtable Discussion is entirely hypothetical. Uh, I think this is episode 189. Which if you've I think listened I titled... to every episode up to this point, what are you doing with your life? Yeah, there I, are people you... who have, man. Yeah, me, because I've been on all of them. Well, yeah, wanna... but I mean, like, so I've well... actually, I've, I've, I've missed one. Oh, I've, I've missed two. One because my internet was out, and the other one because I did not like the particular guest, so I, I sat out. No, you've that actually missed like... three because there's the one, the special one, the me and Kristen too. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't really count. That was that was throwaway. That was throwaway episode. (laughs) (laughs) So three, three out of one eighty nine. Brandon says he's getting FOMO just thinking about it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, uh, before we get going, I have to bring up that in two weeks' time. Uh, that would be August 21st. Uh, August 21st is the 30th anniversary of Samuel Weaver's murder and the kickoff of the Ruby Ridge standoff. Uh, that is a Sunday. Uh, we will be recording live with uh, Penciled in right now. Have had not, not completely set in stone, but they said that they would be here. Uh, Luke and Typo of Biting the Bullet podcast. Sweet. I am excited. That'll yeah, that'll be entertaining. Because those guys are based as fuck and easily entertained. So <laughs> we'll have to add some crayons to our charcuterie board. <laughs> oh. Crayons, some rubber cement, maybe. Uh... <laughs> no, no, the Elmer's paste. Yeah, the, <laughs> the paste. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I'm mean, a loop. Uh, um, uh, typo is, is from. Southern Illinois, and then Luke is a California kid, but grew up in Arizona. So that's gonna be that's gonna be that's gonna be oh a boy. fun episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Both in, oh. in bastions of, of blue. Yes. So, but uh, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna go too far into that one. They, they can tell us who they are. But I want to do um, um, do it like we did with the. Battle of Athens last year with, with Magnus and Trashman and Oldman. Just like talk shit for half an hour, do some background, and then do our thing. And I think it'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll piss some people off and surprise them. And <laughs> well, pissing oh. people off is kind of what we do. Well, I, I try not to piss people off too much. 
I like I just I want to put the information out there and they can react however they want. Like, I'm not responsible for their reaction. True. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, we're no. realistically, we aren't responsible if somebody gets pissed off. Well, I mean, it depends on what we say. Um, no, yeah. it's how they sometimes. react to it is their own fault. Yeah, but sometimes, you know, we're a little antagonistic. I'll admit that. We have our moments. <laughs> what? Us? No. It's not antagonistic. <laughs> it's not antagonistic. We're just. Okay, yeah, we're actually. We're just us. Antagonistic. I mean, it... <laughs> pretty, pretty antagonistic someday. <laughs> not me. Not me. I'm an angel. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I'm a constant goddamn delight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm innocent. No. Yeah. Ain't I nobody on this podcast that's innocent. I said that with a straight face, damn it. I mean, your eyes gave it away even with the glare. (laughs) I can see it through the glare. (laughs) All right. uh, Where do we want to start tonight? Uh, Where do we want to start tonight? I have no idea. We want to start with Fourth Amendment? The Fourth Amendment? What the fuck's the Fourth Amendment? The poaching. Oh, the twig pigs? Oh, the twig pig ones? Uh, No, we'll we'll go to that later. Um, let's go with uh, let's go with the IRS. That sounds Matt, good. Yeah, Matt Gates introduces bill to ban the IRS from acquiring ammunition. Yeah, why the fuck does the IRS need a bunch of fucking ammo? IRS has their oh. own SWAT team. I was gonna say the IRS has a SWAT team. Fuck NASA has a fucking mm-hmm. SWAT team. Yep. Uh, U.S. Rep. Matt Gates, a Republican out of Florida, has introduced a bill to ban the Internal Revenue Service from acquiring ammunition. The Disarm the IRS Act would ban the agency responsible for tax enforcement from purchasing ammunition after the agency has already stockpiled more than five five million rounds. Why this year? This year alone, the IRS has purchased an additional seven hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars worth of ammunition. Dude, I wish I had seven hundred twenty-five thousand dollars to spend on ammo. You know how nice that would be. I could buy like. They you take it in, they, take it in and they can spend it before it ever hits the sheets. If, if I had 725000 to spend on ammunition, Phoenix Phoenix would love me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, quote, I'm not against stockpiling ammunition, but you shouldn't have to be a D.C. accountant to do it. You ought to be a mechanic in Pensacola. He told Fox News the Biden administration wants to, quote, disarm Americans, open the border, empty the prisons, and still collect your taxes with $725,000 worth of ammunition to do it. Well, Although and- if you've seen most IRS agents, really, I'm not super concerned about them in a gunfight. I've seen the movie The Accountant, and he doesn't work for the government, so I'm not too worried. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, I mean, if they're stockpiling ammunition... This only contributes to the problems and the prices that we're already seeing with ammunition. Yeah, okay. Here's not, this this is where this is okay. Um, the bill would need to pass the House Ways and Means Committee before it's considered by the full House. Republican representatives Jeff Duncan of South Carolina and Paul Gosser of Arizona and Major Major Majority Taylor Marjorie. Green of Georgia uh, have co-sponsored the bill. According to the Government Accountability Office, reports in 2018 that there were 2,148 law enforcement officers working for the IRS's Criminal Investigation Division. 2,148. Okay, what criminal 
would fall under the IRS. Hold because on, tax on, evasion wait, is not a crime. Give me, give me one second. In the truest sense. 2,148 law enforcement officers working in the IRS's criminal investigation division. They were armed with 4,461 weapons, including 15 fully automatic weapons and more than 5,000 or 5 million rounds of ammunition. Why does the IRS need fully automatic weapons? Why the does division, the IRS they, need two guns per law enforcement officer? The, That's... the division The division investigates, quote, potential criminal violations of the Internal Revenue Code and related financial crimes in a manner that fosters confidence in the tax system and compliance with the law. So confidence saying, in the tax system that's yeah. the thing that exists. So what they're saying is is their their SWAT team, their their gang of thugs is essentially there to under threat of extreme violence compel you yep. to comply with their bullshit laws. Yeah, according to 2020openthebooks.com report, the quote, the militarization of the US executive agencies including the IRS Having 2,159 special agents and spending $21.3 million on guns, ammunition, and military-style equipment between the fiscal years of 2006-2019, which includes a stockpile of more than 4,500 guns. More than two weapons per... Yeah. Uh, Adam Andruski, Open the Books CEO and founder, told Center Square, quote, After grabbing legal power, bureaucrats are amassing firepower. It's time to scale back the federal arsenal. Just who are the federal agencies preparing to battle? Certainly couldn't be people, you know, that would consider themselves rooftop voters. Yes. Hold on. Okay. Now this is, <laughs> give me, give me two paragraphs. Give me two paragraphs. Hold that. According to the report, this is the open the books.com report. 103 federal agencies outside of the department of defense and 76 administrative agencies spent 2.7 billion and 110.6 million respectively that's that's 2.7 billion on federal agencies 110.6 million on 76 administrative agencies on guns ammunition and military style equipment between the fiscal years of 2015 and 2019 First hold on, question. Hold on, hold on, hold on. The report notes that there are more federal officers with arrest and firearm authority within the U within the IRS than there are U.S. Marines. I, I got. I. I gosh, what? Who? Who on earth could the IRS possibly be so concerned about that they feel <laughs> the need to have a larger army? I know that's a segue. Then that's a fantastic Marine, segue to the later articles, but we're gonna we're gonna wait for the later articles to talk about that. Hmm. That is that is the perfect segue. So just remember First that. First off, what the hell do we need? Just the there's know, numbers. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna say that there, there are nine federal agencies for it. There are more federal officers with arrest and firearm authority with the IRS than the Marines. Then there are U.S. Marines. There's there's more people with arrest and firearms authority enforcing tax code than there are members of the U.S. Marines. Yeah, like I said, why do they need a large, larger army than the Marines? Um, 
And that's not even just combat troops in the Marine Corps. No. That's the entire Marine Corps. Hold on. I... Chris, you just asked, like, about the, the how many federal agencies, like, why are there so many? To put this in perspective, because people occasionally ask, like, what's with the Campbell's soup thing? And, you know, the, the <laughs> alphabet boys. Okay, let me run through, I'm just going to briefly run through a, a, a small collection mm-hmm. of agencies by their acronyms, just their acronyms for the sake of time. There is the ABMC, the ACF, ACFR, ADF, AFRH, AHRQ, AMS, AMTRAK. ADA, APHIS, APPAL, uh, ARS, the ATBCB, the ATF, the ATSDR, the BBG, the BEA, the BGSEEF, the BIA, the BIS, the BLM, the BLS, the BOP, the BOR, the BPA. We get it. We get it. We get it. How many is there? What's the number? Let's just, if you can, okay, come on, focus. There we go. We're just going to go. This is the list of federal agencies. And and then there's more that we don't know about. There's yes. an entire agency, the, the, the WHD, the Wage and Hour Division. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The, uh... But yeah, 103 federal agencies outside of the Department of Defense spent $2.7 billion. Come on, math boy, what's that? what's that number? Wait, what is it? It's there's two, two point, 2.7, 2.7 divided by 103. So that was billion? Yes. 2.7 billion? Yes, 2.7 billion divided uh, by 103. 26,213,592. Yeah. How many firearms could you buy with? Firearms, military equipment, could you buy with $26 million? A lot. Quite a few. Unless I'm the United States government, in which case it's like a, a wing of a jet. <laughs> so looking here, looks like the United States government manual lists 96 independent executive units. And of those, 220 components of the executive departments. <sighs> An even more inclusive listing comes from USA.gov, which lists 137 independent executive agencies and 268 units within the cabinet. That's insane. But they got $5 million worth of ammo at the IRS. Just fucking... Oh, uh, Dave asked in the chat, does it mean arrest power is like technically a paper arrest counts like a desk jockey arrest like field agents to place cuffs? What it's saying is that people who could take a gun and yes. a pair of cuffs and go physically yes. arrest someone. Yes. Yes. It says there are more federal officers with arrest and firearm authority. So it's actual arrest authority as in physical detainment. You remember back when, like, Herbert Hoover was first running the the FBI and everyone laughed at him for not having an arrest, although technically he had a bunch of paper arrests. And Like, we're talking about true arrest authority, so, like, actually going out and doing things to people, like physically pointing a gun at them, telling them to get on the ground, putting cuffs on them. There are more of them in the IRS who can do that than there are United States Marines. Yes. Says that there says that there's two hundred thousand IRS agents with the rest and firearms authority 
and which 100 is, and 182,000 US Marines. Which makes you wonder how many I mean that's a lot of part-timers considering the IRS in 2021 numbers only had 78,661 full-time positions. Yeah. So I wonder how many contractors they're using that they're deputizing oh, yeah, yeah, right. with those powers. Independent contractors, uh, and then they yep. also have a lot of uh, specialty teams. Oh, yeah, the, like the Department of Defense has a huge number of people who are capable of doing arrest, um, arrests uh, perfectly legally. Um, huge yep. number. Like, the majority of people in like the Pentagon have the have arrest power. Yep. Uh, and don't forget, don't forget that the uh, the the government just added like six hundred IRS agents to co- go after to, to to go after yep. billionaires. There's only like hundred and twenty eight billionaires in this country, but they need six hundred people to go after them. Yep. You yeah, know what? You know you know why this is this is actually I I shared this uh, on Telegram earlier in, in a group that I chat that I was in, but you know why the IRS doesn't go after billionaires. Or rarely goes after billionaires, because billionaires can afford lawyers. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Literally. 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 The the, the billionaires can afford lawyers that draw out audits for months, years, decades, and it makes it not financially feasible to go after to go after billionaires. Yep. Well, billionaires don't forget can afford to hide their money. Mm-hmm. They can't afford to stick money in the Grand Caymans and in the yep. Maldives and like or Switzerland. Switzerland. Well, Switzerland yeah. isn't actually a really good tax haven anymore because they cooperate anymore. a lot with yeah. now. But uh, Grand still don't. The Maldives yeah. still don't. Um, there's plenty of third world countries out there that just write palms and you could just, trade it all into a piracy or to a privacy coin, like you know. Pirate Chan or Monero. Yeah, there's well look at Sealand, right? The whole reason that Sealand kind of exists is to serve as a place that of all of these servers that hold on to all this money mm-hmm. can mm-hmm. be sitting. Yeah. That's an independent country. Yep. Like um uh Pirate Bay, Ross's servers, they run a barn in Iceland. Yep. It's just Yes, there's more IRS agents with arrest uh, and firearms authority than there are U.S. Marines. Which means that the Marines are less likely to fight someone and are planning less to go <laughs> means, to... Means, let's, let's be, let's the, be the U.S. Marines are way, way, way less of, of a threat to our freedoms than, than the IRS. Than the IRS? Yes. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. the irs has plans to collect taxes after a nuclear explosion 30 days yeah yep according according to their own manual 30 days after a nuclear after a nuclear nuclear holocaust like it's so in fallout in the real fallout there would also still be irs agents running around Although the good news is that you can just like, you know, stake them to the ground where there's a large amount of radiation and watch the fun begin. Yes, uh, <laughs> yes, 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 Scott. Uh, they, they also have it. Uh, I think it it may have been like a joke post, but it turned into an actual piece of their website. Uh, how to collect taxes during a zombie apocalypse. 
So I'm going we to. Know, and we know. <laughs> I think we all watch <laughs> The Walking Dead. We know. We know the military is ineffective against zombies. Yeah. Well, I actually didn't watch The Walking Dead. I read the comics. I've never actually watched the show. Yeah. I watched the first couple of seasons and then it I completely lost interest. Yeah, it got it got really bad. But uh now that we're all domestic terrorists again. Uh, yep, let's we get stopped? on. Yeah. It's look at this is the patch I'm wearing, dude. Re relabeled as domestic terrorists. Let's say, um, I mean I'm learning how to weld for a reason. I'm not giving away what that reason might be, but <laughs> in other news, we're also looking for a dump truck. If you know someone who has <laughs> Komatsu go burr. <laughs> no, Komatsu go clink, 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 clink. Remember, remember there is a reason why tankers, American tankers, do not like to drive tanks. Well, any tankers really don't like to drive tanks through buildings. And it's because there can be basements, basements underneath those buildings. And it may shock you, but floors of homes are not built no. to no. hold up 40 tons of steel. So, <laughs> and, and, and they, they, they tend to overheat a little bit, tends to get real warm in there. So that's just something yeah. you shouldn't, you might want to consider. You know, you could probably, in, in case, in case you were, you were wondering. You know, just the thought, like, you could probably put, like, a refrigeration unit inside the, uh, you know, like, kind of in a box on the side of the, the crew compartment and run air tubes, you know, air passages through yeah. the refrigeration unit to help keep or run coolant straight up, like, actual engine coolant out through some sort of contraption to, to just a thought. Um, um, not for any particular reason. No, it... given given the the advancements and and battery technology, you can do you can have a battery in there, in there with you in some sort of cooling unit, blowing out the, you know blow the exhaust out. Uh, in reality, if you had a large enough cooler full of ice for somebody to mm -hmm. sit on in a box fan, you could make your own AC unit. Well, yeah, I, well, mean, I don't mean just for the inside because the inside isn't so much the concern as. The keeping the engine, which is now armored, yes. properly oh, cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you need to figure out a way to do that. You could, if you wanted to rig up a bunch of CO2. If you right? if you had a large enough condenser, you could run water cooling just like you do with a regular air conditioner. Well, yeah, but you can't compress water. So you have to compress the gas, so it's still mm -hmm. be a refrigeration unit that would then be. That's what I was saying is, so mm -hmm. you run a coil inside the refrigeration unit, and then that way the refrigeration unit is cooling that coil constantly. However, an alternative would be you coil around the um, the two the passages that you're using for the engine coolant. You could run copper coils around that and hook that up to CO2 that then vents to the atmosphere, and that expansion of the CO2 through it. Will cryogenically hypercool that tube, which will then allow the cooling of the coolant, which will keep the motor cool without you needing to expose the engine to the outside. Uh, you might you might almost be better off instead of using copper tubing, using aluminum tubing for that, just because of how well it disperses heat. Well, yeah, yeah I don't know. I'd I'd, yeah, I'd worry about the durability of aluminum though. Aluminum is more durable. 
in especially oh. in certain alloys than copper is. Yeah. All right. Now that we're uh, um, FBI whistleblower leaks bureau's domestic terrorism symbols guide on militia violent extremists. When we ask, who are the IRS planning on fighting? He's planning on fighting. (laughs) So this is a project Project Veritas article. No, Brandon, it did not turn into Killdozer 101. This is all in Minecraft. We would never do any of this. I have some manuals though. Hit me up on Telegram. Um, uh, Project Veritas released a newly leaked document today provided by an FBI whistleblower, which shows how the Bureau classifies American citizens it deems to be potential, quote, militia violent extremists. In the document, the FBI cites symbols, images, phrases, events, and individuals that agents should look out for when identifying alleged domestic terrorists. The, quote, unclassified law enforcement sensitive document says it's for, quote, FBI internal use only. (laughs) Andrew's putting on a patch of something or other. Oh, no, no, no. I'm just gathering (laughs) patches. Of note, under the symbols section uh, is a prominent citation of the Second Amendment, which explains that, quote, MVEs, that's military violent extremists, justify their existence with the Second Amendment due to the mention of, quote, a well-regulated militia, as well as the right to bear arms. So, you know, that that Constitution thing that they say that they're supposed to... Yeah, you... Because because you want a right to bear arms, you are therefore an MVE... Give me two and a half paragraphs. Uh, right below that, under the quote, commonly referenced historical imagery and quotes section, Revolutionary War images such as the Gadsden flag and the Betsy Ross flag are listed. Each flag displayed in the document comes with a brief description of what it means. We'll, we'll get to that. Under the quote, common phrases and references section of the leaked document, Ashley Babbitt is listed or is cited as a person that MVEs consider to be a martyr. I don't think any of us has ever said she's a martyr. No. No. I think uh, we said I, I that she say, was murdered. Yes, she will say that she was murdered and it was it was wrong to shoot her. The same document also refers to Ruby Ridge, Waco, and even Timothy McVeigh tying in traditional American ideas and symbols with radical and or violent events in the past. Well, because as we all know, the history of the United States and those symbols is incredibly peaceful. Mostly peaceful, but fiery. Hold on, hold on. Firing, but mostly peaceful revolutions. Ruby Ridge was (laughs) escalated and caused by the government. Waco was escalated and caused by the government. Uh, Timothy McVeigh, the Oklahoma City bombing. It was, was said. It was said that he did that uh, in retaliation for the government's actions at Ruby Ridge and Waco. But we now know that it was actually an inside job that it was government informants, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, like mm-hmm. that whole thing doesn't really count. But um, but if you watch if you watch anything with the mainstream media, they all say still. Uh, paint oh, of course, McVeigh is. 
you know, nothing oh, yeah. but just his um, nut job that. Okay, um, let's see. For symbols, <laughs> there's the boogaloo flag. <laughs> Whoops. Um, pun <laughs> Punisher skulls. So that would be uh, most of the law, most law enforcement officers, which is kind of yeah. Funny. Yeah, yeah I got a truck too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> any, anything two A. The anarcho capitalism flag. Yeah, I love that the the ANCAP flag is a is a. But, would this qualify? Flag. I'm just making sure. Would this qualify? No, it's not on uh, that list. Warrior culture, which is military themes, both historical and contemporary, such as Spartans or Valhalla. <laughs> Molen Lab. Yeah, Molen Lab. Would affiliation with FPC qualify? Uh the black flag. Yeah, the black flag. No quarter oh. shall be given. Oh, gee, you mean the no quarter? I don't know, like maybe my profile picture on absolutely everything. <laughs> no uh, quarter. The Betsy Ross flag, right? Uh, That's for the, the one with the, the 13 stars. We just keep checking them off. The, liber <laughs> the Liberty Tree. Yeah, the Gadsden flag's on there. The Gadsden flag and then Revolutionary War imagery. Such yeah, as, Dave, exactly. Dave such, such as the humongous patch yeah, ball. Yeah, a revolutionary war imagery. Example of a militia man during the Revolutionary War. So literally, if you show imagery, traditional American historical imagery at all, you yes. are therefore a DVE. Yeah, DVE. Well, an MVE, a militia. No, militia. Yeah, you're not just a domestic violent extremist. You're a militia violent extremist. So where does this one fall in? I'm just curious. The Mandalorian. Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. There's, there's that maybe. I'm looking at my wall. I have I have a boogaloo flag. Well, I, I mean, I got this one. I have I the our man the black Dave's flag. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i have yeah all of my patches are on a giant thing over there uh, how about this one but yeah yeah definitely i did i did you're, grab you're, a small assortment of <laughs> you're you're a militia extremist christopher i knew that already yeah i'm not a militia. uh it has uh david has the betsy ross flag uh which is the third original 13 colonies flag so it, it has the stripes, but then it has the 13 stars. Yeah. Um, like the traditional 50-star flag, I don't think is on the list because it's it's on every state capitol building. It's literally on all of the yeah. uniforms of the same people. Yeah, they, they wouldn't they wouldn't be able to get away with it if they said that. Uh, we will do <laughs> we will do a list in a second here that Dave will be like, okay, so 50 out of 72. <laughs> Yeah, I really want to. I want to read through that one. That one's fucking great. Yeah. So, uh, so at this point, are we looking at? Uh, I mean, I, I just pull just, up Dave's website and go. So, all right. Um, yeah, I, I, I have, I have a few on that list. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure I, we all do. Yeah. Dude, I'm not even gonna show my patch collection. It's too big to even fit on screen. But I, I, yeah, I, I'm wearing an, an appeal to heaven one also, which I'm pretty. 
Uh-oh. Oh, I, you know, I will consider that I have made it when those flags that I designed on that I that I post on my Instagram um, that I want to turn into actual flags and patches. When those start showing up on those lists, I will have officially considered myself a success. I, I think <laughs> all three of them, Brian Christopher, would count. Yep. Yeah, they would. Yep, you got a modified Gadsden. You got uh, two Boogaloo flags. Oh. And guess what? I still don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be like that, that SUV that I had driving around my house earlier this week. Yay. I don't know why you get yeah. watched so much in that Silver blacked out SUV made. It's because you don't have you don't have three mili- militia violent extremists flight behind you. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, you know what's funny is I just had to get fingerprinted this week because for and my then I get surveilled. But like I had to get fingerprinted and I laughed and I'm like, well, it's not like they don't already have them. But <laughs> <laughs> so Dave, Dave just sent me a picture of his patch wall. Um, Dave is definitely a militia violent extremist. (laughs) (laughs) Dave is definitely. Look at what Jack just said to us. What a jerk. (laughs) Dave said, the Ralph chuckles, I'm in danger. (laughs) Yeah. I'm in danger. (laughs) That's kind of how I feel. I mean, just looking at what's behind me, that's kind of how I feel. Just, just, just wait, Dave. We have another article. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we so, have another one. Uh, we don't, we don't need to dig too far into this, right? I mean, we we know, yeah. we knew that this we, was yeah. happening, right? Yeah, yeah we we've well, been down this road before. I mean, they with, with the whole DVE thing. I think well, it was remember last. That, yeah, like with the DVE thing, right? What these press releases are designed to do is they show the symbols and stuff. They go out to law enforcement. Oh, and it's so the entire, law enforcement it's, then one thousand percent political. Yeah, oh, yeah, because absolutely. then law enforcement then goes, it, like, if they pull you over and you have a sticker of one of these things on the back of your vehicle, mm-hmm. or you're wearing a patch, or you're wearing a t-shirt, or whatever, they're then inclined to consider you a warrior. danger and warrior. inherently no, violent. Or your ethos trying to kick in. Yep. yep. And then they're inclined to shoot you. And that's what this is for, is to make them inclined oh. to shoot you. Oh, when in fact, all of us or most of us that display these, you know, wonderful things of artistry, all we want is to be left the fuck alone. As soon as as soon as we get that property, every flag on this list is being flown. Just fly them all. Oh, absolutely. It's got to be out front, though, is the uh, the one from uh, I think OAF Nation has it. That's the strangers not welcome with Rufio Rufio skull. And it's a strangers not welcome. It's fucking awesome. Uh, yeah, uh, boring sandwich. A uh, gray man till the shooting starts. It's too late to gray man for us. Oh yeah, there's no point now. We're, no, we, we, I'll, I'll gray man afterwards <laughs> if I can. Um, I mean, I, it, I understand the role of through, yeah, I understand the role of the above and the underground activist. I read. This I prefer to be sabotage. Yeah, I prefer to be flat out in your face, like. I idolize guys like uh, um, you know Thomas Paine and other you know, revolutionary statesmen who talked, who spoke, who led people mm-hmm. to the movement and it fomented that. In people's do we know mind. any? Uh, I like. 
Do we know any any painters? Because the side of a um, has a has a lot of room. <laughs> I mean, I know a couple of people who are quite talented artists. I know graffiti artists. I, yeah, that's, that's all we need. That's all we need. We can do yeah. that. I know a few talented no. graffiti artists. So, all right, let's uh, let's get on to the, let's get on to this list. It's, it's going to take a, a minute. Oh, this list is fucking okay. Great. So, okay, for this this list we're going to get this list is not new, uh, and there's no like um, there's no substantial proof that this list ever really existed. Uh, when I first got into prepping, um, 2010 2011, this list came out right after uh, right after I got into that, and and it's rumored to have been written. By James Wesley Rawls. James Wesley Rawls is the one that coined the phrase the Redow. Um, he's also the one that wrote uh, uh, the Patriots series of, of prepper fiction. Um, so it, he's he's rumored to have rent the list. There's no proof that it was ever actually a government list, but it has been. It comes up every time. Every every few years, it just it comes back to the surface when one of these domestic violence or domestic terrorism or in this case, the militia violent extremists, uh, any sort of that talk happens. This list comes well, back up, you know, and, and it, it chunks of it, significant aspects of it, not necessarily in its entirety, but basically every chunk of it has come up in verifiable documents, like referencing these things. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> read th somebody read that out loud. I, I, I read mowed, that out loud. I'll read it. I mowed giant penises into my back paddock for the pat for the pilots at Fort Leonard Wood to look at. Does that count? Thank, <laughs> thank you for your service. Yes. They also thank you for your service because every yes, time they, they see do. them, they're like. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> now, a, if you go out a... back sometime while after, while after they're done flying around and you see one written in the sky, hey. They're just they're just sending one back. That's all. Yeah, they're they're just you know it's a communication. It's a give and take. Yeah. If, um, if they write one in the sky, they're flirting with you, bro. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's let's, uh, let's get let's get on this list. Okay, the list. Yeah, but what I was saying we'll, is we'll do the list, we'll do the list. Not... We'll do the list, and then we'll do the uh, Thomas Sowell uh, yeah. piece. Point of no return. Okay. Yeah, so this list, it, it, it in its entirety, has never shown up anywhere that's verifiable. But the pieces that the pieces, the pieces. are most likely compiled together to create this list have shown up in a ton of verifiable mm -hmm. documents in bits and pieces. And this document has like three or four, and this document has ten, and this document has fifteen of them, and this has two, yeah. and so. So we want to just just read that last paragraph and then uh, get onto the list. Oh, the below thing? Or... Yeah, below is a list of 72 types. Uh, 72 types of Americans that are considered to be extremists and potential terrorists in officially U.S. government documents. Um, as far as the, in this, it says if you want to see the original source document, click the link, but the link all goes to, like, the, all of the links have been changed since. Yeah. They don't yeah. go they, to the same documents anymore. Yeah, they go to scribed, a lot of them. Yeah, and they go to, like, some air force thing on uh sexual harassment now yeah they didn't used to but they do now this is a, a four-year-old thing uh, but in the past four years they've updated yeah. those documents so they don't go to the leaked ones anymore all right who wants to start 
Right. So those that talk about individual liberties. Check. Um, those that advocate Ding. for states' rights. Check. Ding. Those that want to, that those that want quote to make the world a better place. Ding. <laughs> You want care? You embrace the Care Bears, you bastard. Um, the colon quote the colonists who sought to free themselves from British rule. End quote. Check. Ding. Uh, quote those are those that are interested in defeating the communists. Ding. Uh, <laughs> I have the up on up on my my German eighty eight here back here. There are a bunch of bracelets that say "Silly Communists." Um, those that believe, quote, that the interests of one's own nation are separate from the interests of other nations or the common interest of all nations. Ding. So anti-globalists. Uh, anyone ding, ding. that holds ding. a political ideology that considers the state to be unnecessary, harmful, or undesirable. Ding. ding. <laughs> seven for um, seven. We're batting a thousand. Uh, Anyone that possesses an, quote, intolerance toward other religions, end quote. So uh, people who... Hafting, hafting. But the way that they, the way that they, that they define that is essentially mm -hmm. anyone who says that their religion is exclusive uh, yes. in this original source document. That one I've actually yeah. seen. It basically says, if you say, oh, you know, like if you quote Jesus and you say, you know, he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. The moment you say that last bit... Immediately, you're on the list. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, then I have to ding on that one. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, those that quote take action to fight against the exploitation of the environment and or animals. Uh, Uncle so, Ted. Uncle Ted. Yeah. Uh, Uncle Ted. Peta, um, hell, the 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 uh, ASPCA. Fucking green people. The, the people uh, 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 glue themselves to the to the art in Europe. Uh, yep. Yeah. Extinction, whatever the the that group. Yeah, I mean it's mostly you know that one's mostly centered around whether underground who yeah, kind of terrorists. That's, yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> um, Bill Ayers. Also, the and whether underground is one of the reasons why I laugh so hard about the January sixth thing because they literally set off a bomb in Congress. <laughs> so when people go, "Who's the worst attack?" Um. <laughs> yes. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Anti-gay, anti-immigrant, anti-Muslim. The Patriot Movement. Um, I love the Patriot <laughs> Movement. The fact that people who consider themselves patriots of the country are therefore dangerous to the country. Um, nope. Pretty sure. More dings than a range day with an M1 Grand Club. Um... Let's see. Uh, opposition Andrew, Andrew. Dave says that was a mostly peaceful bomb. It's a it mostly, mostly yeah, it was a mostly yeah. peaceful bomb. Um, Puerto Rico, I think it was Puerto Ricans, right? Puerto Ricans also, mm -hmm. like, shot a bunch of congressmen yeah. um, in, like, yeah. the 1950s. Uh, mm -hmm. yeah, it, anyway, um, I covered that on a previous episode. Go back and watch it. I went through all of them. Anyway, um, opposition to equal rights for gays and lesbians, uh, members of the Family Research Council, Members of the American Family Association. Those are those both that that, uh, Christian groups. Uh, those that Shocker. believe that Mexico, Canada, and the United States, quote, are secretly planning to merge into a European European Union-like entity that will be known as the North American Union. Uh, NAFTA. That's a new one. NAFTA. NAFTA. Yeah. NAFTA. Yeah, but, NAFTA. Yeah. 
NAFTA. Um, members of the American Border Patrol. <laughs> what? Um, yep, members of the American Border Patrol. Uh, slash American Patrol. Uh, members of the Federation for American Immigration Reform. Members of the Tennessee Freedom Coalition. Uh, members of the Christian Action Network. Anyone that is, quote, opposed to the New World Order, end quote. Ding. <laughs> um, say that the New World Order is a real thing without saying that the New World Order is a real thing. Um, uh, anyone that is engaged in conspiracy theorizing. Uh... <laughs> I, I don't know anyone like that. I, no, no. What? Not... What? <laughs> that's, um, that's just that's just a that's a conspiracy, bro. That's a conspiracy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyone that is opposed to Agenda Twenty One. Um, By the way, Andrew, how means? were those books? How were those books? Oh, <laughs> uh, they're pretty good. Lindsay really, really thirty. Liked them. 30 for or uh, 30 by 30 scares me more than agenda 21 and agenda 2130. I'm just mm. gonna say that, but yeah, they're all part of the same thing. Um, and to wit, anyone that is concerned about FEMA camps, ping, um, <laughs> anyone that quote fears impending gun control or weapons confiscations, because as ping. we all know, as ping. recent news has proven, they definitely aren't coming for your guns, right? Um, uh, let's see here. Uh, the militia movement is the next one. Yeah, the militia movement, the sovereign citizen movement, those that don't think they should have to pay taxes. Uh, uh, anyone that, quote, complains about bias, end quote. What? <laughs> All right. Um, anyone that, quote, believes in government conspiracies to the point of paranoia. Well, paranoia is just reality on a finer scale. Oh, I, I love this well, next one. I, I love mean, that. I love this how next is it one. Considered, how can it be considered paranoia when the fucking feds are driving around my house? <laughs> wait, just wait. Hold on. This, this ne the next one's... Uh, anyone that, is, quote, is frustrated with mainstream ideologies, end quote. What? So... Yes. I don't know if you've ever seen Equilibrium, uh, but <laughs> but um, yeah, anyone that quote visits extremist websites or blogs. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome to the live. Um, grab a cookie. Anyone? Yeah, anyone that establishes grab, grab your orange grab your orange jumpsuit line files to the right. Yeah. Oh. The, uh, the, um, the nice man down there will assign your FEMA camp. Um, let's see here. Uh, anyone I got a that, delivery. Oh, nice. Uh, anyone that, quote, establishes we a website slash blog to display extremist views. We're joining you. Hi. I'm saying uh, an an Anarchy Among Friends live in a FEMA hut would be just a blast. We wouldn't even actually have cameras because we probably wouldn't be allowed them or anything. So just be like, like pieces of wood that have been roughly carved to kind of look like microphones, and we're just sitting around the table. Oh. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, anyone that attends rallies for extremist causes, 
anyone that exhibits extreme religious intolerance. Again, simply saying, my religion is the only right one. That's intolerance. Um, <laughs> anyone that is personally connected with a grievance. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Uh, anyone that, quote, suddenly acquires weapons. How do you suddenly acquire weapons? Like, you're just, like, walking down the street. Somebody's like, hey, kid, <laughs> you want a me, 45? And you're like, okay. But give I me a winning lottery ticket, and you'll find out. <laughs> oh. uh, <laughs> Dave said he draws patches with crayons and construction paper. He <laughs> 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 gave away the latest design. <laughs> it's like macaroni art. <laughs> art patches in the FEMA camp. There you go. Oh man. Uh, um, let's see here. Um, anyone that trade you trade you a uh, bar of soap for a boogaloo, for a boogaloo shark patch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just paying, like all these macaroni art patches being exchanged. There you go. Uh, can you? I really, you know, what I really want is an actual morale patch that looks like macaroni art of like a Gadsden flag, and it's just like that would be awesome. FEMA, I can like probably don't Andrew, FEMA can me, bro. probably get you somebody that can put it on a t shirt for you. I was gonna say, or like a t shirt of it where it like looks like Mac, it looks like macaroni, macaroni art, art Gadsden flag, and it's like. In crayon with like some backwards S's and stuff like made in FEMA, you know, made in FEMA camp, whatever art class. <laughs> Macaroni um, art, limited edition, cost extra. Cost extra. Yeah. Painted with genuine lead paint. Um, let's see here. Uh, uh, where was I? Um, oh, uh, militia or unorganized militia. I love the unorganized <laughs> militia. So yes. like, like people Boog. then? Yeah. I'd, I actually have my own. Every, what is it? What is it? Every, everyone just, you know, own guns. Everyone eighteen to forty-five or whatever it is. Yeah. Well, I have my my. Un, I've worn it on the show a couple times. My unorganized militia, some assembly required. There you go. Uh, patch. <laughs> Gen um, general white general right wing extremist. General white wing. Oh, you're right wing. You're right wing extremist. Yeah. Based on. Um. Citizens that have quote bumper stickers that are patriotic or anti-UN. Ah, uh, yes. I want to point out that what Dave just said. He says da da da. That's gold. I'll get on it. I'm just here for fishing for patch ideas. Oh, yeah. we got you, Dave. Hey, man. Necessity is the mother invention. So yeah. if you have to do a macaroni art patch, you got to do a macaroni art patch. It's you know it's the FEMA camps. What are you gonna do? Um. Let's see. Uh, those that refer to an army of God, something specifically mentioned in the Bible. So again, um, <clears throat> those that are quote fiercely nationalistic as opposed to universal and international in orientation. Ugh. So like, <laughs> basically anyone who's not an anarchist. Um, those that are anti-global. Those that are suspicious of centralized federal authority. <laughs> Those that are quote reverent of individual liberty. Oh. Uh, those so that if you just want to be left alone. Oh, uh, we'll get to you. Extremist. Uh, those that uh, believe in conspiracy theories. Those that have a belief that one's personal and/or national way of life is under attack. 
Those that possess a belief in the need to be prepared for an attack either by participating in paramilita paramilitary preparations and training or survivalism. Uh, those that would, quote, impose strict religious tenets or laws on society. Uh, <clears throat> right? It's, hey, man, that's oh. the most dangerous religion is statism. Uh, those that would, quote, insert religion into the political sphere, end quote. Uh, so the entire entirety of the founding fathers um yeah uh, anyone that would quote seek to politicize religion end quote wait a minute but didn't okay anyway yeah. uh <laughs> those that have quote supported political movements for autonomy end quote jason with your patch um <laughs> hashtag appeal to heaven uh let's see here uh anyone that is anti-abortion anyone that is anti-catholic anyone that is anti-nuclear anti-nuclear uh, Who's that right now? Yeah. Uh, Right-wing extremists. Returning, returning veterans. veterans. Yep. Returning veterans. Are you a veteran? Are you a little upset about the fact that your recruiter definitely <laughs> fucking lied to you? Well, guess what? <laughs> yeah. You should just shut the hell up and be happy that you got some Red Lobster for free there, bucko. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Uh those concerned about illegal immigration, those that believe in the right to bear arms, anyone that is engaged in ammunition stockpiling. Looking at you, IRS. Hashtag IRS. <laughs> um, anyone that exhibits fear of communist regimes. Looking at you, JFK. <laughs> Not only that, um, but this fear of communist regimes, such as Russia and, and China. And China. China. Yeah, Russia, China, North Korea. Yeah. Um, you know that ammunition but, stockpiling one. I I feel absolutely personally attacked by that. You should be. You should be. Yeah. Um, Anti-abortion activists. Those that are against illegal. Why do they mention those that are against illegal immigration so many times? Like it's, we get it. Yeah. See, okay. but that's, I think, uh, like those that are against illegal immigration. illegal like <laughs> i don't think right. that legal immigration can exist nor can illegal immigration yeah. okay this, fuck your imaginary one. lines the next one. Um, oh my goodness those that talk about quote the new world order in a derogatory manner yet again you know, you say that the nwo exists without actually saying the nwo exists you see that's, uh, that's number that's number 66 uh, yeah and it's number 66 look at that what a coincidence. Uh, um, I sense no irony here. <laughs> those that have a negative view of the United Nations. Like anyone so, who pays attention to the United uh, Nations. So um, anybody who would like a matching set of blue soup bowls? Yeah, my bell broke. <laughs> uh, those that are opposed to the collection of federal income taxes. Um. Those that supported former presidential candidates Ron Paul, Chuck Baldwin, and Bob Barr. What? <laughs> it specifically says Ron Paul, Chuck Baldwin, and Bob Barr. Yes, it does. Those. <laughs> those. Those that display the flag. Hey, I don't. Mine doesn't say you know. Don't tread on me. It says fuck you. No, that's entirely different. Mine says no. Step on snake. 
I have one of those too. I, I also have a giant new can grow one that I rather I've, enjoy. I have two. I have two of the no step on no step on snake patches. Oh, I also have one that's the snake in uh, NVGs and panoramic NVGs mm. with a clacker in his tail coming up out oh. of the hole. Actually, officer, I'm here to confiscate yours. <laughs> Your guns, yeah. <laughs> Um, Dave, um, if you made if you made a blue helmet patch that said you know showed a stack of blue helmets upside down, it said, "Look at my soup bowls." I'd buy the shit out of it. No, flower they're pots. Flower no, pots. they're flower pots. They're already pre-drainaged. Mm-hmm. They have nice yep. holes in them. Flower pots. Um, those that believe in end times prophecies and evangelical Christians, such as who will be talking about on August twenty-first on the thirtieth anniversary. Of Samuel Winter's oh, yeah. death and the start of the Ruby Ridge standoff. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. So yeah, that is the that is the list of seven. It's been floating around for a long time. I'm just I'm gonna put that disclaimer out there again. This isn't a new list, but yeah, it's not uh, a new list. And it all it all fits what we've been told for the last ten years. Well, more than that. I mean, we've been told the past. 15 i can remember when i was in high school i was talking about. essentially just shut up and get in the box car is what we've been told for the last you know however long uh, hey they're privately funded box cars bro if you don't if you well, don't want to get mean, in the po- if you don't want to get in the box cars you can just leave remember the early 2000s right when like <laughs> cameron's um just get in the uh, box don't don't reason yeah well it, when, oh, he uh, froze <laughs> Uh, don't resist. No. <laughs> I think, you know, that oh. could not have been better timed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in the boxcar, don't resist. And then you freeze. It's like a... <laughs> did, I, did I freeze? You did. Yeah. You, oh, you said, get in the boxcar, don't, uh, get... <laughs> don't, re- don't resist. Don't resist. Just take your day in court, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, and the thing is, like, remember the early 2000s, right? 20 years ago. <laughs> but anyway, remember. We were a team. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, but still, man. Like, I was I was only a few years away from, like, heading to combat. So, um, I was an but, adult changing diapers. Fuck you very much. Um, but, like, remember in the early 2000s, right? Like, they're already was you know like kurt cameron's um left behind mm-hmm. series came out and there was a bunch of that stuff and like there was already talk about agenda 21 and all these other well, like, yeah, there was already stuff that was coming out even well, that was, there 20 was, years ago like early 2000 like you gotta remember like 2000 uh y2k like y2k it, there was a lot of fear surrounding y2k and 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 what the what would happen with the computers and all this good stuff, and that was that was on the tail end of a decade of Operation Patcon, Patriot Conspiracy. So like they spent they spent a whole like fifteen years at the end of the Cold War, uh, just fucking just demonizing anyone that was right wing, uh, uh, Waco, Ruby Ridge, uh, those were both those were both part of Operation Patcon. Uh, down there in Texas, had big Operation Pack. Like, like the ATF created a Nazi militia in South Texas so that they could run guns to to militia groups on the on the on the border. Um, but all told, like Operation Pack gone, they arrested like three people over a decade. Ooh, 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 that was right. taxpayer dollars well spent. So, like, like two thousand two, two thousand three, two thousand four, like, like 
had just had 15 years of Operation Pat Con and, and all this anti right wing, anti militia, and all this other stuff coming up. And well, then, yeah, I, I and remember then y, that. Y2K like... prepping and, and 9 11 happened and just like they hated right wingers until they needed them. Well, and I remember. And now, and now, they, and now they hate them. Like and now that. they hate them again. Well, yeah. they, they well, hate them yeah. again now because they're the ones that are actively standing in the way of them getting their way all the way through and through. Mm-hmm. They're just a yeah. terrorist. Well, I mean, but you know, the thing is, I mean, first of all, I'm, you know, as, as Magnus always laughs, if you're an anarchist, you're automatically more left wing than uh, almost any, uh, like actually uh, left wing than, than almost any actual like left wing people. Yes. Um, <laughs> Cause they're actually far more right wing. Um, but the, you know, the funny thing is that, like, I remember all of that. Like, I remember, and that's international, right? Like, I remember that being pushed so hard that the international press was really harping on this, like, rise of the militia movement in the U.S. Mm-hmm. and all of this stuff. And, you know, and I remember, you know, Ruby Ridge. I remember Waco. I remember, um, you know, all of that stuff happening. And that... You know, like if you think back to the early 90s into the mid 90s, like if you remember that, you remember constantly seeing like all of these like fear porn pieces on TV with these featuring these, you know, these guys in the woods in in fatigues, you know, and M81s running around and shooting and stuff in the woods Mm -hmm. and like hyping that up like that there that this was this imminent threat and danger. Yep. In the 90s. Yep. And... Yeah, and that was that was the decade following um, 1986, right? 1986, the Hughes Amendment. Yep. Right? That's when the, the, the ATF, like, really got a boost of muscle from the federal government and started going after people. Well, which is the irony because they were already doing that. I mean, they were already going after people so badly. That was the whole reason. Like people forget the Hughes Amendment was attached to what was supposed to be the Gun Owners Protection Act. Yeah. And the Hughes Amendment was attached as a poison pill that was supposed to stop it from being passed. And the whole reason that the Gun Owners Protection Act was being passed was because since the NFA and GCA um, don't uh, specify how many guns bought and sold in a given time period constitute being in the business of buying and selling firearms anybody who bought or sold more than like two guns in a year was being harassed by the atf mm-hmm. that they had to have an, an ffl and so the the gunner's protection act was supposed to stop that from happening and the democrats already didn't want that to happen and then reagan signed it with the hughes amendment anyway well, because he also, also because, didn't like guns. Yeah, he didn't like guns either. Yeah, just like Trump didn't like guns. Remember, Donald, take the guns first, due process second. I don't like yeah. silencers. I'm gonna ban bump stocks. No. Trump, four D chess, mm-hmm. bro. We just need to vote for him again, and 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 we'll we'll totally we'll totally get suppressors, like bought out of fucking quarter oh, machines. He, uh, he was also the guy who sat on a national press conference was asked a question about suppressors because the hearing protection act was yep. starting to proceed through committee and he says i don't like them yep he also ordered uh, atf to ban bump stocks through an executive order 
Yeah, and that's that's why they're looking to codify that, which is funny because, you know, what's interesting is that when Obama tried that just a couple of years prior, the even the mm-hmm. uh, the fucking negotiating your rights away, motherfuckers, mm-hmm. um, they still uh, opposed it and vehemently opposed it. And were really, you know, vocal about it. And everybody was up in arms as soon as Obama even proposed that. And he backed down. But as soon as Trump does it, everyone's like, well, I don't need a bum stock anyway. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Even the right wing were saying if your yeah. rights are violated by your guy. Yeah. Like, well, he's still violating well, and, your rights. And he's not your guy. But that's the mo of of statists is if it's my guy, I don't care what he does because he's he's my guy. You know, it's it really is a whole lot of it's like you know NFC North fans and the Packers versus the Bears. If the Bears cheat, as long as they win, nobody cares. If the Packers <laughs> cheat, and no, and but they win, nobody cares. As long as you're a yeah. Packers fan. So, all right, let's let's jump on to this next article. It's um, uh, this is a piece written by Dr. Thomas Sowell. Um, if you don't know that name, Soul, it's a uh, S O W E L L. Um, he's one of the good guys, for the most part. Yeah, Soul is is really. I really like a lot of the things he has to say. He's mm-hmm. still a little status. Don't get me wrong. He's got his moments, but mm-hmm. he does say a lot of very good pro-liberty things in the big things. Yes. Yes. Um, and I love when he gets accused of being a white supremacist on, like, Twitter and stuff. <laughs> oh, but, you know, same he's thing, uh, black. Same thing with Eric July. I love <laughs> yeah, Eric July, I Eric July getting it, yeah, too. So. Um, I don't know. Am I going to read this whole thing? Because we're... Already okay, short on time, but um, Thomas Sowell he wrote he, he wrote this piece uh, for creators.com. Um, it's called the Point of No Return. He says this is an election year, but the issue this year, but the issues this year are not about Democrats or Republicans. The big issue is whether this nation has degraded to a point of no return, a point where we risk destroying ourselves before our enemies can destroy us. If there is one moment that symbolizes our degeneration, it was when an enraged mob gathered in front of the Supreme Court and the leader of the United States Senate shouted toward the Supreme Court Justice Brent Kavanaugh saying, quote, you won't know what hit you. There has always been irresistible demagogues, but there was once a time when anyone who shouted threats to the Supreme Court Justice would see the end of his own political career and could not show his face in decent society again. Again, it's a little bit steady. Quote, are you either believe in laws or you believe in mob rule? It doesn't matter whether you agree with the law or agree with the mob on some particular issue. If threats of violence against judges and publishing where a judge's children go to school is the way to settle issues, then there is not much point in having elections or laws. Amen. Amen. Oh, I believe that for a slightly different reason than you do. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> Uh, there's also not much point in expecting to have freedom. Threats and violence were the way of the Nazis coming to power in Germany. Freedom is not free. If you can't be bothered to vote against stormtrooper tactics, regardless of who engages them or what issue, then you can forfeit your freedom. Again, he's not. Yeah, because fucking yeah. voting. Right yeah, here. Worst, right here. worst right. yet, you can oh, forfeit oh. your freedom of generations not yet born. 
Some people seem to think that the Supreme Court has banned abortion. It has done nothing of the sort, which it did not ban abortions. What it did is it kicked it back from the state level because the federal government doesn't have the authority to regulate something that it does not have the authority to do. Yep. Yep. Um, that was all it said. That was all it said was just we don't have the authority to say one way or another on this. It should be yes. up to the states because, you know, the Constitution says so. Yeah. Um, unlike their recent gun rulings, which the government, by their document, the Constitution, says they don't have the power to regulate. Yeah, which is why the whole, which is why the Bruin case came out the way it did. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, the Supreme Court has, in fact, done something very different, something long overdue and potentially historic. It has said that their own court had no business making policy decisions, uh, which nothing in the Constitution gave them the authority to make. Which is what we just You know, said. my favorite part about that, my favorite part about that, real quick to interject, is that that was what that ruling was, was the Supreme mm -hmm. Court doesn't, Roe v. Wade couldn't have actually happened because the Supreme Court doesn't have the ability to legislate. Mm -hmm. That isn't a thing yes. that they have the ability to. That's specifically called out in the majority opinion. And in response, you're seeing a whole bunch of lefties who have been celebrating for probably the past 25, 30 years, every time the Supreme Court legislates from the bench, going, well, the Supreme Court is legislating from the bench with this. Yeah. No, they're they're undoing the legislation. Yeah, they're the undoing the legislation from the bench. You, but but that's you know what I brought up before multiple times in the past few episodes with they want to redefine words until they have only the yes. meaning that makes it convenient for them. Yep, like they like they just changed the word the the definition of the word recession. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. say that we're not in a recession, even though by all even metrics, though we're very obviously, very obviously in a recession. In a recession. Yeah. I work in the financial <sighs> industry. Trust me, everyone knows we are in a recession. <laughs> uh, my industry is entirely dependent on the economy, and work is slowing down tremendously. Uh, Unfortunate in that regard. Everybody needs healthcare. I, I do. I do like what uh, Boring Sandwich said in the the chat that law or mob rule sounds like a false dichotomy. It is. Yes, it because is because strictly yes. speaking, especially in a democracy. Mob rule is law. Yes. yes. So, uh, the Tenth Amendment says, or between state and people, cherry picking definition of words is a hallmark. <sighs> Government employees. Okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dave says, patch, <laughs> patch shows are way down, tricorn hats are way up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Sol says, uh, check out the 10th Amendment, which says the federal government is limited in the specific powers it was granted, uh, with all other powers going to the state of the people. Uh, why do we elect legislators to do what the voters want done if unelected judges are going to make up laws on their own instead of applying laws that elected officials pass? This is part of a very long struggle that has been going on for more than 100 years. Back in the early 20th century, progressives like President Woodrow Wilson decided that the Constitution put too much limit on the powers they wanted to use. Yeah, that was the fucking was point. The point. Yeah, I mean, but the, I mean, remember, the, Woodrow the federal, Wilson... The Federalist Papers were even more limiting in, in the powers of the federal government, which is why the Federalist... Um, essentially overthrew the Articles of the Confederation and, and implemented the Constitution, which most, 
or not a most, but a, a lot of the founders refused to sign until the Bill of Rights uh, was added. Yep, and I mean you that that gets glossed over. I found out in American high school because like the yeah. they they intentionally kind of ignore that debate. They mention it, but they just only in passing, and then they just move on. And that was back again in the early two thousands. I'm sure twenty years later, it's even worse now. Yes. Oh yeah. Um. Uh, there's, a reason, there's, there's a reason why we say that the uh, the Constitution was a coup. Because yeah. it was. Because it was. Yeah. Uh, claiming that it was nearly impossible to amend the Constitution, progressives advocated that judges, quote, interpret the constitutional limits out of their way. That was just that was just the first in a long series of uh, sophistries. In reality, the Constitution was amended four times in eight years from 1913 to 1920 during the heyday of the progressive era. When the people wanted the Constitution amended, it was amended. When the elites wanted the Constitution amended, but the people did not, that is called democracy. Another great sophistry was using the federal government's authority to regulate interstate commerce to call all sorts of things interstate commerce. Yep, they have redefined that all yes. out of any possible bearing on reality. Yes, in 1995, yep. elites were shocked when the Supreme Court ruled 5-4 to four that carrying a gun near a school was not considered interstate commerce. Uh, because the fuck it isn't. Yes, states had a right to ban carrying a gun near a school, and most of the time they did, but the federal government had no such authority, nor did the Constitution give the federal government the right to make laws about abortion one way or another. What both state and federal laws have the right to stop is threats against judges and their families. This is not a partisan issue. The Republican governor of Virginia is providing protection for the Supreme Court justices who live in that state, but the Republican governor of Maryland seems to think that harassing judges and their families is no big deal. Voters need to voters need to find out who is for or against mob rule, whether they are Democrats or Republicans. We are not going to be free or decent society otherwise. We're not going to be free or decent society otherwise anyway. We're not a free or decent society it's like so, when people go, oh, taxes are the price we pay for living in a civilized society. When was the last time we lived in a civilized fucking society? Taxes look, are the price we pay for not living in a civilized fucking society. Look, look at California, bro. We do not live in a civilized society. Like California, California had a hundred billion dollar budget surplus. We still have record homelessness. We still have record poverty levels. We still have food banks that are begging for donations. Like, we are not a decent society, bro. Sorry. Well, not only that, but, you know, the, this whole thing with the Supreme Court is just ridiculous because we've managed to see, like, right, what the, the point of the ruling was, was that the Supreme Court doesn't get to legislate. It's part of the executive branch. It is mm -hmm. not part of... The legislative branch it does not in fact get to um make or it's part of the judicial branch rather not yeah. you know not part of the legislative yeah. so it doesn't get to it doesn't get to it doesn't get to, to, to yeah, it doesn't get to dictate powers right it has right. it has a, so, it has a specific oh, okay. list of things that it says that the government can do this the government mm -hmm. if, if 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 that specific power is not listed on that sheet of paper, then the federal government, by definition, by the rule of the document of the founding of this country, 
the federal government can't do it. Right. It's its job, right? Its job is to be the Supreme Court of the land and to interpret as such solely interpret the law. Now, as far as interpreting the Constitution, that's actually a power they gave themselves in Marbury versus Madison yeah. case. But either way, that's that's generally been accepted as you know as the um, the the function, and they're not allowed. They're only allowed to interpret what already exists. They're only allowed to interpret this case in light of the existing laws, in light of the Constitution. That's it. That's all they're able to do. And that's all that that ruling says. What's interesting is that for the past probably 30 years, people on the conservative side, genuinely conservative, not neocons, but like genuinely conservative side, have been yelling about the fact that the Supreme Court continues to try to legislate from the bench. I can remember in high school us talking about that, how they're, they're legislating from the bench, and they're not supposed to be able to do that. They're not supposed to be allowed. That's an oligarchy. That's that's not okay. And now that they finally actually returned in a ruling, a couple of rulings, to what they yeah. should have been doing and said, no, we can't legislate, now you start seeing all of these people go, they're legislating from the bench. They're just trying to rule by dictate. This is an oligarchy, man. <laughs> Because it doesn't agree. And then they're, and then, right, and then remember the whole reason that they're appointed for life is so that they're immune to political influence. Yes. Once they're in place, they're in place. They can't be replaced. They don't need to worry about whether or not they'll lose their job for doing something unpopular. That was the point. And there have been several articles from very left wing poppy, uh, uh, publications that have come out that have said, oh, we need to enact term limits for judges so that we can remove the political influence from the bench. Yeah. Uh, yeah like, Dave, Dave asks, is there a database that will tell you what laws are current and in practice and what has been overruled via other cases? There's no, nope. there's, there's no, there's no, there's no database that you can look and see what the law is. The laws are uh, so overlapping and, and so repetitive that it's, it is absolutely impossible to tell that what is what. Yep. And on top of that, you have the fact that Congress can throw amendments onto bills that have nothing to do with the rest of the yeah. bill. There's Riders. no topical, yeah, there's no topical requirement. So there are aspects of laws that uh, you're governed by that you would have to look, you know, that you're governed by in relation to, say, uh, cars and what, you know, safety requirements are or whatever. There are laws for that that you have to go looking in a in an agriculture bill mm -hmm. to try and find where yep. that law actually is. Yep, it's insane. Um, all right, you ready? Ready for a laugh? Oh sure, always. It's not, it's, it's not one of the articles listed. We're gonna go to uh, we're gonna go to UC Berkeley. Oh, that is Hold a joke. Up. Protesters <laughs> declare protesters declare housing is a human right while marching against new housing construction. <laughs> no, what? hold on. Hold on. This gets so good. That's this gets so good. Uh, uh, on Wednesday, protesters in Berkeley. On Wednesday, protesters flooded People's Park in Berkeley, California, chanting, quote, housing is a human right. Fight, fight, fight. 
The reason the crowd was protesting, the University of California, Berkeley, was set to be construction on student housing project, which would not only house 1,100 Berkeley students at below market rates, but also provide subsidized apartments for 125 homeless people. And the protesters wanted to stop this project. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Andrew's, Andrew, Andrew's starting to twitch. Hold on. Uh, according to the Associated Press... By, all I can think on. of, though, is that, that scene in uh, Ricky Bobby with the, I'm going to admit, I'm a little confused by your <laughs> <laughs> According to the Associated Press, protesters threw rocks, bottles, and glass at construction workers. They also removed several sections of chain link fence surrounding the park. On Wednesday, the university announced that it would pause construction of the park, citing protester violence. Quote, all construction personnel were withdrawn out of concern for their safety. That is according to Dan Mogloff, the U.S. Assistant Vice Chancellor. Uh, he also says, quote, the campus will, in the days ahead, assess the situation in order to determine how best to proceed with construction of this urgently needed student housing project. Um, armed security. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Uh, the university has tried since 2017 to construct more student housing in a city where rents are often so high that student housing supply is so low that some students have resorted to sleeping in their cars. The construction so the project themselves become homeless in order to yeah go the, to the same students who are also protesting that housing is a human right it's not but housing is a human right are the ones in the way of the student housing the construction project will provide much needed affordable housing to many students at 1100 apartments for students uh, and typical NIMBY, that is not in my backyard, fashion, the lawsuits claim that the university did not consider enough other building sites. Uh, according to The Real Deal, it is a San Francisco-based real estate news website, the university considered over a dozen other over sites. Over 12, 12 separate sites. Oh, it's not enough. I fucking think it is. <sighs> yeah, yeah, quote, ever since we announced plans for the People's Park Project in 2018, I have convinced that we have an opportunity for a win-win-win benefiting our students, unhoused people, and our community and our neighbors across the city. That's according to the, the Chancellor Carol Christ in 2021. The main source of controversy of the housing site's location, People's Park, is a university-owned plot of land with an historical activist site. Most famously, the park was the site of the Bloody Thursday, a 1969 student protest-turned-riot that left 50 injured and one dead after police fired uh, buck and birdshot into the crowd. Protesters thus view the park as a critical historical site, and even though over half of the park will remain intact as a green space, many of the students believe it should not be changed. The park is also, quote, home to dozens of homeless people. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. I know, I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. Hold on. Ironically, the oft-criticized building project would create housing for homeless people, not destroy it. According to the AP, during a duration of construction, the nearly 50 homeless people living in the park were offered shelter, which all of them accepted, at a hotel paid for by the university. While the project is complete, it will include 125 apartments for homeless individuals. Wait, so are they under the impression, are they under the impression that these homeless people would rather be sleeping in tents? Hold on, hold on. Those that oppose the housing project voice a uniquely California kind of nimbyism. That is, again, not in my backyard. Uh, kind of nimbyism when discussing homelessness. Sure, the project will provide much needed housing for the homeless, but it would also displace a small number of homeless people who like sleeping in out air 
tent encampments with no running water. Uh, they can move. It's a tent. It, I was going to say that they're they're currently not tied to what that are they, park. They, they could they, easily. It's a tent. They're they're fucking homeless. What are they? They gotta stay there for their job. I. <laughs> I don't think the park has an address that they can use on a taxi. They're worried. Um, they're know. worried. Are, what are the the homeless angry because it's gonna put them too far? It's from not. It's not Starbucks? the whole. It's not the homeless that are angry. Right, but I'm just saying. Like, is that what these people think? Like, they're. they're you're displacing these people who are happy to live in their tents. They're gonna have to walk an extra fifteen minutes. To get to their favorite Starbucks. Damn it, they have a rapport with that barista, you monster. Like, to get to their favorite panhandling spots. Yes. Uh, if construction of people's park is permanently stopped, cash-strapped students and homeless people will be the ones to suffer. Stopping the construction oh, of new shit. housing in a city where one of the worst housing shortages in America it is fucking ridiculous in Berkeley. Below market housing aimed at students and homeless, no less, seems odd. Seems deeply at odds with the claim that quote housing is a human right. It, housing is a human right unless it interferes with my pretty green space that I really like. Which half the park is still going to be there, right? So, but they uh, really want to be able to talk about the the plight of the homeless underneath this one particular tree. That so if you make them not homeless and take away that tree, they can't do that, and then they might have to resort to actual activism and actually doing something to help the homeless rather than just virtue signaling. And well, these upper middle class piles of shit can't bother can't be bothered to do that. I, I mean, that's, that's the thing, man. That's pretty well. That's that's the thing that like because I've been homeless. Okay, Multiple what is times. what is the like, average home price in Berkeley, California? Oh God, a lot. Both testicles and a kidney. One point seven million. That's average. Average. The typical home value of homes in Berkeley is one one million seven hundred eighteen thousand eight hundred ninety eight dollars. Do you Holy know shit. what you can buy around yes. here for one point seven million dollars? Yes, this value is seasonally adjusted and only includes the middle price tier of homes. That's what is that with a with a really solid rate mortgage? That's going to run you thirty eight hundred, thirty nine hundred dollars. Okay, here's here's a, a different article that says with one point two. There's a different article here that says one point two million. Even so one still, point, one point seven to one point two. One point two will get you about. Four hundred acres of land. Here's here's another one. On that, here's another one that says uh, Zillow records a typical Berkeley house as being one point four four, which is higher than a San Francisco home at one point four one five. So it is more expensive to buy a house in Berkeley than it would be to buy a house in San Francisco. So you are looking. So let's say like right now there's a house for sale. Okay. So there's a house for sale right now uh, in not far from me, not super far from me. Huge house. Huge, huge house. It's on 36 acres. It's a four-bedroom, four-bathroom house, right? Um, 4,500 square feet. Mm -hmm. uh, $1.4 million. Yes. Here. So, and that's, to put that in perspective, that means... That the average house payment there is more than seven 
thousand dollars for a mortgage yes. per month. And that's and, and in Berkeley, crazy. and in Berkeley, that is likely a townhouse, or it is a small house on a postage stamp lot. Like you're you're not you're not going to get acreage with that. Um, 50 50 um, shot at getting a garage at all. So uh, and you're going one. to be close to hear your neighbors flush your toilet. Here's one not that's not too far from Andrew and I. I. I know, I know, I know. Over there, it's it's cheaper, but it's not UC Berkeley. No, it's one point six five million imagine. dollars, four bedroom, five bath, three thousand square feet, ninety three point eight one acres. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like. I, I can't imagine why they have such a homeless problem in Berkeley. Yeah, that's a complete mystery. Like, no. dude, are you kidding? And then, and then they're like, "Hey, we're gonna help this problem out. We're we've listened to you, students, and we understand <laughs> that you care about these homeless people. So we're gonna give them housing here no. on the campus. 50, that we can 50, 50 homeless people in the park. The the, the new construction would have spots for 125 homeless apartments. So 75 more homeless than just the people who are in the park yes. could then therefore move into these places. Yes, as transitionary <laughs> housing or whatever else. And they are protesting, mm -hmm. yelling, housing is a human right. While stopping a low-income housing project that also benefits the homeless, right? And this is why you need to buy your children Derricka's books. You could think for yourself: <laughs> a critical thinking workbook for beginners. Because if they grow up knowing how to think critically, they don't do these kinds of things. Yes, the Dave, kids will grow up most... worrying. Dave says, "I think mo those students might be retarded." Um, yeah, Dave, the... in. In modern era, if you go to a university, there's a high probability that you are functionally retarded. <laughs> like this is, I can't even, the um, uh, SEC says in the chat that the average rent in mm -hmm. Berkeley is $3,300 a month. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. That's three so times my in, mortgage payment per month. Yeah. that's so. Dude, that's a mortgage they could afford a uh, half million dollar place mm -hmm. solidly yep. like that in escrow like yep. yeah like that's mm -hmm. that's rent that's how expensive it is to live there that's why there's so many homeless people yeah. and I, they're trying to alleviate that and these people yes. are protesting while demanding more housing and their argument is but you didn't look at enough place they looked at 12 12 more than, more than a dozen more than a dozen Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you, you feel you feel better now? Are you okay? The only the only thing I can think no. of is that they're like, but but they really like their tent right here. And if you move them, then then they're not gonna know anybody and their squirrel friends aren't gonna be around. like what are you what are you Well, I mean I it is Berkeley, they are overrun by tree hugging hippies. So they could maybe I, they're really oh, just no. worried about no, no, the no. squirrels. There are there are no tree hugging hippies left in Berkeley. Oh no, there wouldn't. It no, is. Not, it is outright. It is outright socialist. Yeah. This is. So they're I not worried just, about their squirrel friends. I can't. No. They're I, worried about the squirrel friends. 
in general, in general, no matter how like ridiculous, like, and we're not we're not talking. The, okay, so so UC, UC Berkeley has a history of this. Um, several years ago, when they wanted to expand um, the 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 student athletic facility, they cut down they cut down some they were going to cut down some trees, and there were people that went and lived in these oak trees. Like they literally put up platforms and, and tarps and and lived in these trees for like I don't know, like eight or ten months before the police finally came in and, and pulled them down and they tore them down and, and built the athletic facility. So like we're, we're not talking about an expansion of the athletic facility here. We're talking about houses, right? Like this is, this is going to be a gigantic apartment building. 1100 students will be able to live in this apartment building instead of on the street, instead of, instead, instead, yeah, of, in cars, instead of in their cars, instead of, instead of having to stack four people into a bedroom to, to, you know, pay $3,300. Or couch sir plus or... plus a hundred and twenty five apartments for homeless. Like, it's just yep. it's it's it's. You know what it is. You know what it is. Deep down, nope. I figured it out because I was trying to figure out what their motivation could possibly be, because of the insanity of this whole thing. I figured it out. What it is is that they're yelling homelessness or home. You know, housing is a human right, so that they can distract from the fact that what they're really worried about is the fact that they would be moving in to the same building as the homeless would be living. Yeah, that's entirely like possible. Said, not in my backyard. Yeah, yep, that's me. what it is. Is they just don't want to have to actually deal yep, so. with homeless All right. people. Okay, where do we want to go down? Do we want to go to the Supreme Court of Pennsylvania? I mean, they both sound pretty awful. Um, I guess let's go with the Supreme Court, I guess. It's like, where okay. would you like to be kicked? In the forehead or the nuts? That's well, well the, the Supreme Court one's positive. Yeah. Um, Supreme Court's gun ruling opens the door for a gun rights movement. The Supreme well, Court. I didn't ruling... mean what the article was. I meant just you asked, like, where would you rather go, the Supreme Court or Pennsylvania? And I'm like, I don't, I don't want to be kicked out of the way. Neither one of those. Uh, <laughs> Supreme Court ruling expanding gun rights threatens to upend firearms restrictions across the country as activists wage court battles over everything from bans on AR-15 style guns to age limits. Also magazines and magazine capacity and, and handgun rusters. And uh, The decision handed down in June already has led to one judge temporarily blocking a Colorado town from enforcing a ban on sales of possession and certain, uh, certain uh, semi-automatic weapons. It, uh, it also... Um, gave a judge course to remove uh, or to, to, to rule uh, in Maryland on, on a gun bill. Um, mm -hmm. He cited Braun uh, saying that there's, there's no point for it. Nope. There's no point in, in the, the lawsuit going forward because Braun has already ruled that this specific issue is, is unconstitutional. Yep. It's already been taken. I think that was, I think that was a G I think that was a GOA gun owners of America. Um, yeah. That was a GOA lawsuit. Yeah. yeah, and there's a GOA SAF. Yeah, there's there's like I mean there's a number of cases right now yeah. that are facing brewing scrutiny between the GOA, yes. the NAGR, and FPC. Yes, well, um, there's also a criminal pr uh, prosecution in Florida that's facing brewing scrutiny right yeah. now. Mm -hmm. Um. The first major gun decision in more than a decade, the ruling could dramatically reshape gun laws in the U.S. even as a series of horrific mass shootings pushes the issue back into the headlines. Quote, the gun rights movement has been given a weapon of mass destruction and it will annihilate approximately 75% of gun laws eventually. 
That is according to Evan Napian, that, that a New like Jersey, New Jersey City gun rights attorney. Picture me in the rain just staring, going, don't do that. Don't give me help. <laughs> right? With a raging heart on. <laughs> the court battle comes as Biden administration and the police departments across the U.S. struggle to combat a surge of violent crime and mass shootings, including several high-profile killings carried out by suspects who purchased their guns legally. So they followed all of the bullshit laws that they currently have on the books, mm -hmm. and they still got the weapons. Mm. Yes. So the law didn't prevent anything. So what yes. we need is yes. more, more laws. laws. Yes. Uh, and given the sheer number of cases now working through the courts, a lot more time will be spent in courtrooms no matter who wins. Uh, I think um, uh, FPC said they have over two dozen active um, I know yep. uh, GOA uh, and SAF, um, that is uh, Gun Owners of America and the Second Amendment Foundation, um, are both pushing a couple dozen cases through. Um, Indiana, Indiana Gun Rights, I think that's the name of it, or Indiana Firearms Rights or whatever it is, they just had a major win and the state had to pay them like $100,000 or whatever. Um so, but there's there's a lot of movement happening right now. Oh yeah, Bruin. I mean, Bruin opened mm -hmm. the floodgates because Bruin finally returned us to uh, a true interpretation, or at least a. Semi well, not only not only did not only did Bruin, but it was the uh, the EPA one that gutted Chevron. Yes. That, oh yeah, oh, the EPA one that killed Chevron. So now what's happening is like you have the case with the guy here in Wisconsin over the uh, auto key card, yep. where. Um, now he's challenging the NFA itself under Bruin and the Chevron thing and could potentially overturn the NFA. And if the NFA falls, the GCA must oh. necessarily fall because it's spawned of the NFA. Oh. And same which with the means, Hughes Amendment. Yep, and the Hughes Amendment falls, which means I can buy another belt-fed machine gun. <laughs> I just want to be able to legally carry a firearm in California. Oh, yeah. You know, the thing is, is my desires are simple, right? Like, for this. Like, I don't, oh, my, my, I don't my, desire, my desires are not simple, but I will be happy <laughs> with just well, one yeah, or two. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, what I'm saying, though, is like, what would make me happy, the most happy about this? Is it necessarily, oh, I can go buy a belt-fed machine gun. It's I can finally go out and buy, maybe I can convince HK to import certain guns to the U.S. I can yes, convince FN to, to, to import certain guns to the U.S. I can get my hands on an MP7. I can get my hands oh, on I, uh, I a want Scorpion to play with an MP7. Oh, so good. A oh, Scorpion a civilian, Evo in full a auto civilian, with a, a civilian MP5. A legit uh, MP5. civilian MP5. I, I can oh. get my hands on an MP5 SD. I can I get have, my hands on a suppressed UMP45. I have, I, can, print, like, I have print shoot repeats HK slap playing in my head right now. All you know, oh, the thing is, I don't. <laughs> I don't. But I mean, the thing is, is I don't necessarily like want them because they're full auto. Because full auto tends to basically be a waste of ammunition. I want them I because, want they're, because they're, they're really them because nice of, guns. I want them because they're resistance grade weaponry. 
Well, yeah, but they're really nice guns, right? They're just really nice guns. They're well built and fantastic weapons. Well, I mean, and it's stupid given, that I can't have them. Given what we talked about earlier, I mean, I think we we need resistance grade weaponry. I would well, like a Chris I mean, Vector in the only guys. Oh. Chris Vector is worth it to buy. And that's not a semi-auto full carbine. Auto. Mm -hmm. It's a full-auto, full short-barreled guy. Oh, that suppressed. is the only way Chris Vector is worth oh, it. Anything suppressed. less than that, it's garbage. Yep. Suppressed with a giggle switch? Just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I want to be able to buy one of those the, those little, like, Thompson with the top-mounted, the, the 180s or whatever. I forget what they're called. They're the something other 180s. The dinner plate? had... That had the dinner plate mag on it. That was the full auto, like Thompson style twenty two. That fires at like twenty five hundred RPM. So it's just a swarm of angry bees when you pull the trigger. Just <laughs> angry bees. It's because they're only twenty two, but it's firing like five hundred of them in a cough. Like what that? What it is ridiculous. What is that? Eight, and the best part? Around? That's like that's like a, that's like a thirty dollar drum. The best part, oh, yeah. though, the best part about the thing is why it was made. It was made for police officers to be a less than lethal solution for crowd control. Oh, the Brett less says he wants a lethal. USAS 12. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, eh. I want, I want an, you know, an full auto AK that actually came from where they're supposed to no. come from. A full auto AK would be fantastic. A, right. okay, um, I'm, getting, I'm getting a chubby. Yeah. All right. Uh, the Supreme Court decision struck down a New York law requiring people to demonstrate a particular need to get a license to carry a concealed gun in public, saying it violates the Second Amendment rights. Several other states, including California, Hawaii, Maryland, Massachusetts, New Jersey, and Rhode Island, also have similar laws that ex uh, expected to be directly impacted by the ruling. In Massachusetts, for example, police chiefs can no longer deny or impose restrictions on licenses just because the applicant doesn't have a, quote, good reason to carry a gun. In the New York ruling, the court, the high court's conservative majority also ch changed uh, a test lower court had used for evaluating challenges of gun laws. Judges should no longer consider whether the law serves public interest, like enhancing public safety. Uh, that is the opinion author or authored by Justice Clarence Thomas. Uh, he said they should only weigh whether the law is, quote, consistent with the Second Amendment's text and historical understandings. You know, and the fact that Clarence Thomas was also one of the part of the majority for the the abortion. Oh, the yes. G36. Uh, Dave, I want to I want to G36. So the XM8 bad. is an interesting so concept, but it just That's seems so like way too much. Both so bad. Anyway, yeah. uh, regardless, no, you don't want those. I'm telling you right now, you don't actually. You think you do? You don't. Um, but the you don't. They're they're kind of they're a bit crap. They're the XM8 was was kind of um, crap. They're a bit crap. Says um, says the says the guy that said the other day he wants to try an M&P. M&P 15. What? You said you I wanted the M&P 15. No, I have an M&P 15-22. I have one right now. It's sitting right over there. It's like the best 22 AR there is. My no, opinion. my CMMG will well, outshoot that thing every day. Yeah, but it's but with the little self-contained bolts and everything, it's just it's really nice. It's really nice. It's cheap. It works. I'm also a huge fan of Glocks because they're fairly cheap. They just work. They ain't fancy. They ain't special. 
they're just reliable. Yeah, but then, but then you go ten millimeter, which is because it's the Lord's caliber. <laughs> no, <it's not. laughs> I'm pretty sure that Jesus said, "Let he who has no ten millimeters sell his plowshare and buy one." I'm yes. pretty sure that's the exact quote. <laughs> I, I buy, buy what three three rounds? Hey, you know what? It's I can't help what the devil does in the yeah. world um, when it comes to restricting the Lord's caliber. <sighs> Let's see. Uh, uh, the Supreme Court has ordered <laughs> has ordered lower courts to take another look at several other cases under the court's new test. Among them, laws in California and New Jersey that limit the amount of ammunition a gun magazine can hold, and the 2013 yeah, ban the on assault case. weapons in Maryland. Yeah. The no. What I was saying about Clarence Thomas is, I said what, what I was saying was funny. Is he was the majority on both of those cases, right? He was part of yes. the majority, and. What immediately happened is that lefties, that specifically Democrats, showed straight, straight, straight to the Uncle Tom rhetoric. Not yeah, only that, they were to talking Uncle Tom about rhetoric. lynching him. They were talking about yeah. hanging him publicly. <laughs> like immediately showed Who? their true colors Who? and their historic colors. Who founded the KKK? Oh, oh that uh, would be Democrats. Gosh, Southern Democrats. Who wrote all of the the Jim Crow laws? In the American I South, after I believe that would also be who, Southern Democrats who filibustered the Civil Rights Act in the 1960s. Oh, that was that was also the Democrats. Who, yeah. who went? You who went during confirmation hearings and openly criticized and attacked Justice Clarence Thomas. Oh, yeah. that's right. The dementia patient currently sitting yeah. in the uh, gun rights groups are facing similar bans into Vietnam and wanted to uh, a thing that disproportionately drafted huge numbers of black Americans. Oh, wait, don't, don't forget. That was also Democrats. Don't forget what he wrote in the criminal omnibus bill about drugs and how crack yep. cocaine was a 10 year sentence, but. Uh, powder cocaine, which is not, people. which is a, which is a white people drug. It was a much less of a sentence. Oh yeah. Well, it yes, because his his son at the time was, you know. <laughs> I you All know right. the funny thing the funny thing though about about the every time I think about cocaine versus crack cocaine is Whitney Houston when she was asked whether or not she did crack she said crack is whack I make way too much money to smoke crack. Because the implication <laughs> of that is, I do white people cocaine, okay? I'm rich. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, uh, laws in California, New Jersey, limit the amount of ammunition a gun magazine can hold a 2013 ban on assault weapons in Maryland. Gun right groups are also challenging similar bans in California, New York, New Jersey, and Delaware. Quote, the rifles at issue in this case are the source of bearable arms in common use for lawful purposes that reasonable and peaceful people across the United States possess by the millions. And they are, moreover, exactly what they would bring to service in militia duty should such be necessary. That is according to a lawsuit brought in June by the Firearms Policy Coalition. Based oh. FPC. Based yeah. FPC again. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh... Yeah, oh, that's, Dave, I, yeah, and that's the thing. Dave, And in that spirit, congratulations to Amy Winehouse for yet another year of sobriety. Yeah. Uh, in addition, uh, gun right groups are suing Colorado over the state's 2013 ban of magazines that hold more than 15 rounds, saying the high court ruling reinforces the group's argument that it infringes on the Second Amendment rights, uh, and that a ruling has public defenders in New York asking judge to drop gun possession cases. 
the next one, not all these lawsuits will necessarily be successful. The Texas, I want to point this out, Texas Attorney General, for example, argues the Supreme Court ruling doesn't affect the state's age limit law, and more state and local governments can certainly defend their gun laws as being in line with U.S. history. So this is this is the supposed free state of Texas, which has a an age mm-hmm. limit law of 21 or older. Yep. Everything's bigger in Texas except our ability to have any critical thinking. Uh, um. Yeah, uh, encouraged by the decision, Taylor D. Rhodes, the executive director at the Rocky Mountain Gun Owners, told the Associated Press that his group was considering going after other gun measures in Colorado, where Democrats hold the majority in the state legislature and the governor's office. Referencing the Supreme Court's ruling, Rhodes said, quote, the Braun decision has given us a four-ton wrecking ball. Well, I mean, it has, and it's fantastic. Oh, no, no, it hasn't given you a four-ton wrecking ball. It's given you a 21-ton armored Komatsu bulldozer. Yes. Uh, and the, we don't have time. We don't have time for the. We don't have time for the last article that I wanted to bring up, but it's uh, Pennsylvania poaching police warrantly installed cameras on private land to surveil a hunting club. So yeah, which put, is something we covered before, where they had done that on another. Uh, in uh, Kentucky or Tennessee. It was Tennessee. Yeah. Something like something like yeah, that. So Tennessee. yeah, this this is yeah, now we, this we now uh, that before. This is now the the Puxatawney Hunt Club and the Pitch Pine Hunting Club. Um, yep. operate in Pennsylvania collectively two clubs on and operate 5,000 acres of forts in Atlanta, which members can hunt for whatever game animals are currently in session. There's also house. Okay. But either way, um, twig pigs. So basically they tried, yeah, the twig pigs illegally unconstitutionally started yes. surveilling them yes. on yep. their privately owned land by planting game cameras, uh, without a warrant on the land. Um, so two pigs. They fished. They fished for cause to go after you. Yes. Yep. Um, yeah. Don't forget the twig pigs are still pigs, right? They're well, just because they're DNR. Um, they're not. That doesn't mean they're not cops. They will still try and entrap you. Twigs. They'll still try and get you to say well, and, things. Yeah. Every yeah. DNR agency in the country still has all full police powers. It's written right into their charters. Mm-hmm. Twig pigs. Yeah. So, like, remember. Remember, when you're dealing with the ENR agent, you have the exact same rights as you do. Yeah, when you're dealing with TwigPay, you have exactly the same rights as you do when you're dealing with regular pigs, which means you have the right to remain silent. You do not have to answer questions. You do not have to show them things. They still need a warrant or probable cause. Don't forget that when you're dealing with them. Too many people, when when it's a fucking, oh, this guy is just a fishing game, and he comes up, and he's like, well, how many fish you got there? And they hold it up because they think they need to. No, that's self-incrimination. You don't need to do that. You still have constitutional protection. All right. Let's finish it up and get out of here. Yes. Um, All right. Andrew, Andrew, you, you want to say something else. I know it. Oh, I, I'm just all I was saying is the just say it, like say with regular it, say it, pigs. Say I'll just give you, like with regular I'll pigs. Give you, I'll give you hundred I'll pigs. give you hundred and twenty seconds. Go. Okay. Just like with regular pigs, when you're dealing with twig pigs, the only thing you should be saying is I do not answer questions, I do not consent to searches, I would like to speak with my attorney. 
That's all you should be saying. Say nothing else. You don't have the right to the the obligation to say anything. You have the right to refuse them entry. You have the right to refuse to show them things. You have the right to do all those things. And you need to remember that you have those rights. Too many people are willing to uh, incriminate themselves because they're dumb and don't understand that they're still considered police for the purposes of the Constitution. Stop doing that. I, I I will add to that, though, that in a lot of states written into the charters and the mm-hmm. laws governing the twig pigs they do give them the authority but as dave said can confiscate everything you own on the spot the civil um, asset forfeiture of fish and game outweighs outweighs that of the local officer without a doubt oh they're yes. far worse they're far worse but so they again, also, remember they also had the fucking rights but they also, Andrew, you have to remember, yes, you have the constitutional fucking rights, but they will just take everything. Mm-hmm. Right. You don't but if consent they just, to search and see, they just take everything if you... Right, except and that in you the can state, then... Well, I'll point out, in our particular state, if a, if a twig pig walks up to you while you're out, you know, say you're on public hunting land, and they walk up to you and ask to check what type of ammunition you're using... Mm-hmm. failure to uh, disclose that information is grounds for an immediate yep. arrest. Yep. Um, See, but that's different because it's public land. That's where things get murky. But if you're on private land and they show up, fuck them. In our state, they can't even enter private land without a warrant anymore. They change right. it. Well, the thing is, the thing is, is that everybody's been, everybody's just been consenting for so fucking long and no one's challenged this shit in court enough. You need mm-hmm. to start fucking taking this shit to court and challenging. Yep. Um, all right, let's uh, throw some. Or you know, remember here. that you're in the middle of the woods and no one's exactly sure where they are. But I didn't say <laughs> that. No one can hear you scream. <laughs> awfully bold, awfully bold of you to sneak up on a guy when he's out, you know, hunting with a high. <laughs> when he's right? armed in the middle those, of the woods. Are those level four? Pl- are those level four plates? <laughs> <laughs> no. That PNW gorilla videos making the rounds again. I For love legal that, reasons, man. this is all jokes. Is Brandon all- Brinkley, <laughs> Ohio, nineteen sixty-nine. All right, throw plugs. Let's get out of here. Use the link in the description to get yourself some coffee. That's all I'm going to say. Yes, Andrew. Uh, as I mentioned already, Derek's book. Critical Thinking Workbook for Beginners. Make sure that you check it out, get it, use it with your kids, educate them the right way so they understand how to think, not what to think. Trust me, you want to prepare them, especially if they're going to public school. Really, homeschool is the best. Private school is the second best. If you have to get them into public school, you need to make sure that they're prepared for the bullshit that they're going to encounter. Don't let them get misled. Uh, We're an affiliate of RK Spookware. If you use the link in the description, if you need to order anything, for uh, your various uh, PLA plastic printy things that you're going to make. Make sure that you order it through there. Use the link and uh, you help us out by doing that. Um, <laughs> Dave drawing noodles is harder than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> That's a quote of the point right there. Um, <laughs> it's harder than I thought. That is now the title of the episode, uh, I think. <laughs> drawing noodles. <laughs> um, Let's see, uh, if you want to care for your beard like a Viking, like I do, and you like to smell really good, and maybe your lady likes to smell good too, and not that she has a beard, we're not dwarves, but <laughs> hey man, I'm not here to judge. But it's anyway. 2020, it's 2022, bro. 
See, yeah, I'm not here to judge, man. That's not my purview. But if you want uh, really nice scents, you want really good hair care products, check out thebeardstruggle.com. Use code INKANARCHIST15. You get 15% off. Again, they have all sorts of new scents, and they have stuff for women now, and they're always adding stuff. They're always adding stuff for women, adding new scents, all sorts of new products. Check them out. Again, Anarchist 15 at checkout. You get 15% off. Be sure that you check out our boy Dave Poppins Patches. Uh, he is the guy that uh, we've been referencing throughout the episode. Yep. Always appreciate awesome. Dave in the chats. Yep, and we got we got tons of patches from him. We've given away patches from him. He does the T-shirt that me and Chris helped design. He's working with me on the flag stuff. There's, you know, he's now making our wonderful uh, macaroni noodle <laughs> <laughs> FEMA he, camp he patch thing. The, uh, redacted uh, shark. Yes, yeah. the redacted shark uh, that started it all. Uh, he's. Yeah, he makes that one. It glows in the dark. Keep that in mind. Freaked me out the first time. Didn't realize that. Uh, <laughs> saw it in my, saw my bedroom sitting out Unit identification. Um, but he makes the tactical tricorn hat. All sorts of cool stuff. Make sure that you check him out. Again, it's poppinpatches.com. Um, check us out on Odyssey, Rumble. Um, we have a Telegram channel for the show. Um, T.M.A. slash A.A.F.R.T.D. We are discontinuing the MeWe. Yep, Miwi's mm-hmm. gone. Miwi started banning uh, anybody that it didn't politically like after releasing a "We Stand with the Current Thing" uh, announcement and stuff. They've just no, so yep, we're done with them. Right. On that note, uh, catch us again in. Well, I, we'll probably be here next week, but uh, again in two weeks' time. Two weeks' time. That is Sunday, August twenty-first. We will be doing a live. Uh, with Typo and Luke from Biting the Bullet, where we will be going over Operation Pat Con and Ruby Ridge because it is the 30th anniversary of Samuel Weaver's murder and the beginning of the standoff um, that cost Vicki Weaver her life. Yeah. Any last thoughts? Uh, on that show, I will have a very nice shirt. That I've ordered yes. specifically for that. It'll that will be, be uh, that will be a, a a fun episode. Oh I, yeah. I mean, and you guys you guys know my definition of fun. By now. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, it gets better. Yeah. Samuel Jackson or not Samuel Jackson? Morgan Freeman pops <laughs> up. It did not get better. <laughs> Narrator voice. It didn't. It, things did not get better. It did not get better. <laughs> yeah. The peacefully assembly patch. Yes, peacefully like assembled patches, fantastic. Yes. One. Oh. All right, and we'll—I uh, guess that we'll—we'll uh, we'll catch you on the next one. Late, peace, peace. Late.